There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to the Jump Time Alpha podcast. Our first week of finals 2019. We're coming to you from Wayne Jackson Studios. My name is Michael Chamberlain and joining me is a man who is Furious mm. at the Bureau of Meteorology, it's Adam Rosenbach. Uh, good afternoon, Michael. The We've seen the first four games and we know what the second week of finals is going to look like. But can I just say, the Bureau of Meteorology have ruined this final series. Mm-hmm. Probably sullied the whole... I don't care what happens in the grand final now. Yeah, sure. Everything's it, been tainted, hasn't it? It has, it has. There's an asterisk <laughs> next to it that will just live in infamy. Now, Geelong were playing Collingwood on Friday night. Yep. Melbourne had great weather during the week. And on Friday, the rain did come. And Chris Scott, he sat there and he went, I'm going to check out the B, the BOM, the Bureau of Meteorology website. Oh, right? yeah, on the website, not on the app? He didn't go to the app. He's, he's more of, you get more of a comprehensive um, outlook sure, sure. when you go to the actual uh, website, as I often do during the day when I'm trying to kill time. Now, he was of the understanding that it was going to rain and rain heavily on Friday night, and he duly picked his team based on that outcome. Reece Stanley out of the team, Mark Blixabs into the ruck, right? Completely changed it. They've never, they haven't done that all year, Mike. Mm-hmm. He's done it. He's gone, fuck the bomb. They're onto it. So what happens Friday night? We don't get a fucking drop of rain. No. Apparently it's perfect conditions for, for football. football. And Geelong now are facing a straight sets exit because of the Bureau of Meteorology. Those motherfuckers have one job. They should be put on notice. Not notice, mate. They, I, I do think they should have a, a full review. Full review, yeah, down down to the uh, the humidity counter, whoever that person is. Mm-hmm. Like, you know how they go? Oh, there's a sixty percent chance of rain. Yeah. Right? What the fuck is that? If I said to you, <laughs> if you said Rosie, come over for dinner, I go, no worries, mate. Sixty percent chance are going to be there. <laughs> what are you doing? Are you cooking me dinner? You're sitting there going, well, I don't know what the fuck that means. <laughs> I don't know if he's coming. Sixty percent. It's just over halfway. Yeah, and I don't want you in my house anyway. No, so. I know that, but it's just for the for the purposes of this argument, sixty percent. What? What? How's that helping anybody? Yeah. Okay. So they should all go. Jane Bunn gone. Fucking oath. They have. They've. You know. Lavinia Nixon gone. Finished. Never again. Sam Mack. He can just yeah. do. You know what? He can still do his stupid little things around the country, but he's not allowed to talk I'm about the weather. weather. So can, now, just talk about the street performance behind him. Yeah, exactly. He's out at a bake sale. Like, <laughs> are you going to do anything else? He goes, "No, I'm just here for the bake sale. That's the only reason I'm in outback Queensland. Yeah, well, I'm in fucking Kalgoorlie at yeah. five thirty in the morning. <laughs> exactly. Wishing I was dead. <laughs> it just it, it ruined the game. And is it, is it a government funded? Is the Bureau of Meteorology government funded? It can't be private, can it? You'd have to think it would be. Yeah. You'd have to think so. So our hard-working dollars, mm. you and I... Our we, taxpayer dollars. Yeah, and the tax that we avoid paying. Yeah, yeah. All goes into that. Yeah. And, and maybe if we paid tax, we could actually... They'd get it right. Well, you know, we've got we've got <laughs> ways to circumvent taxes. But um, that, that means that we're paying for it and the government, uh, they're not... They're not doing their job. Mm-hmm. Like if any other, if you said, if the roads department, the traffic department mm-hmm. said, oh, we're going to put a road here and then they just, you rock up and it's not there. Yeah. And you're like, 
Yeah, but I like this analogy. Yeah, no, it's it's going really right. <laughs> so basically, whoever holds the cup up on that last Saturday of September, mm. they're, they're going to have an asterisk against them for the rest of the rest of time. Yeah, and if those if the Bureau of Meteorology people, or should we start the whole season again? Do you think it's probably not a bad idea? <laughs> and you know, if we played it every day, because also you know they're a bit like, oh, it's twenty one degrees, but it feels like seventeen. Mm-hmm. Does it? Does it feel like seventeen? What if I'm wearing a big jacket? It feels like fucking twenty four now. Yep, gotcha. So fuck off. Yeah, okay. It was a massive loss for the uh, for the cats on the weekend. It was embarrassing, wasn't it? Mm. Yet again, they've embarrassed themselves on the big stage since the big dance in twenty eleven. Yep. They're fucking awful. They've gone three and ten. They have won. Have they gone three and ten? Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, yeah, okay. So what have they won? Which ones did they win? Uh, so they might have won like a couple of semis, I reckon. Oh, that's right. They got into the prelim against Hawthorne in 16, and then they got to the prelim again in 2017 as yeah, well. I think yeah, you're right. Gotcha. Yes, yes, and got uh, flogged by Adelaide. Yeah, that is correct. Sure. Gotcha. So they, but the, I mean, the tough thing for you and I, and for everyone who was out there watching it, you couldn't even tell who was playing. Not there wasn't any rain, and then I couldn't tell. Which, I thought there was thirty six Collingwood players at one stage, Michael. I was confused. It is quite remarkable. Everybody's been talking about it. The clash strip, how there was no well, there was no clash strip basically. Um, so I find it funny in this era that we do talk about clash slips strips when it was pretty good for about one hundred and twenty years. Like, yeah, it was pretty fun at, yeah. at, at 1908 when Collingwood and Geelong were playing each other. Mate, when I was growing up and we w- went and watched a game that ended up in the mud, never once have I started supporting the wrong team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting to sing at the end. They go, mate, wrong team. You're like, oh, fuck, this but is embarrassing. There was one Geelong now. player who said he began to start just recognising people by their face. Tom Stewart. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. So he'd see someone running by for a handball and you go, hmm, ID. Yeah. Like a little <laughs> Terminator thing in his head. Don't know him. Uh, and anyway, and they shouldn't have to have to be able to recognise faces. By the way, they should just be able to look up, go bang, and go. I don't even know who I ki- who kicked that goal. Was that Tomahawk? Was it? Yeah, oh, I, I just saw a jumper. <laughs> that's how that's how dedicated to the club I am. I just see. I don't. You know when players say they bomb it into Buddy, mm-hmm. Tom Stewart doesn't do that. No, he just sees a jumper. He just sees a, a long jumper free, kicks it to him. Doesn't matter if he's in a good position or not. He just sees jumper. He doesn't care who it is. Okay, so after the game during mm. Roaming Brian, Eddie brought up something that we'd never heard before. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Really? He said 20 years ago there was a gentleman's agreement. Love it. Handshake with ex-Cats president Frank Costa to avoid jumper clashes. So his take, I believe, yep. Geelong would wear white shorts. Yes. And a, maybe more white top. Would that be right? They had a, a, a more white top. See, I, I tweeted about this on Friday night because they were complaining about it during the... Uh, you tweeted about it? Fuck, man. Mate, I was angry. That's a big deal. I was angry. Once my... Uh, I, I love people who talk about their tweets. Well, tell, no, us what, tell us what you tweeted. Well, I'm just about to tell you that... Shall we put it up on the Facebook and website? How about I tweet me stabbing you in the face? <laughs> I got off the Bureau of Meteorology uh, uh-huh. app yep. and I flicked over to Twitter and because they were complaining about it on the coverage. On the coverage. And I said, aside from the vertical and horizontal stripes, the white and uh, black, uh, white and navy shorts, and the black backs versus the white backs, they're fucking identical. Oh, okay. Yes, gotcha. Okay. I was stunned Sorry, yeah. that they were saying that it was a clash strip, and I am still stunned that people are going on about it now. Okay, so Eddie says, okay, shook hands 20 years ago with a guy who's no longer at the club. Remember that? Yeah, but it's a gentleman's agreement. They carry on forever. And also an agreement that we've never heard of ever no, before ever. this moment. No. He said that Collingwood had predominantly white, white shorts, okay? Mm-hmm. And Geelong had white, and no one could tell what was going on, okay? So that was, so that was Friday had, night. And so then they had to have the gentleman's agreement. And so that Geelong would wear white. Yes, handshake deal. Geelong would always wear white shorts, mm-hmm. white jumper, mm-hmm. and hoop socks. And we wear all black. All black. The black jumper. 
and we never had an issue since. And he said as soon as he walked out there, he went um, up to Gil McLaughlin to yep. complain about the uniforms. So he wants to wear his home kit all the time is basically what Eddie is getting at. Yeah, yeah. I, I, the only thing I can find in this whole scenario yeah. is that there's absolutely no solution to this, isn't there? <laughs> no. There's absolutely no solution. No. I mean, Collingwood can't create a clash jumper, can they? No. They, it's, never, it's impossible. In, it's the impossible. Whole, in the whole uh, period of their existence, they have never changed their jumper once. Well, maybe in the 90s, they wore a lot of different ones. And early 2000s, they wore a whole bunch of different ones. And probably in the 80s, they changed it a little bit. And occasionally, they wore the lace-up ones. But they have never changed their jumper, Michael. And, and they will not. And the whole problem is, too, I mean, Eddie wants the clash jumper. He wants one. Yeah, he's desperate for a- one. And he goes to design companies mm. around the world. They and they go, oh, we can't. How, how do we get this to work? Yeah. We've run out of black and white ink, mate. We can't do a design. This yeah. is impossible. I mean, they're in white shorts and the other team's in navy shorts. Mm. Yeah, but they're still clashing. You, they, Geelong's got hoop socks on and you've got completely, completely black socks. Yeah, but it, it's a clash. Because you look up and you think, is white and blue, is that Collingwood? No, 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 that's Geelong. Fuck. You know, you think of it in the moment. I feel for the players. And Colin Carpenter, the president of Geelong, mm. he said, I've never heard of this agreement ever. Yeah, but that's because Costa took everything, all his IP with him. <laughs> yeah. Everything that had happened previously. Yeah, you got any gentlemen's agreement guys can't talk about it. <laughs> he had a big file on his computer of yeah. all, the, all the gentleman agreements, handshake agreements he's had with people. Just a folder. He dragged yeah, that to yeah, the trash. The trash. And, then he, and then he deleted the trash and it said, do you want to do this? And he's like, fucking oath I do. I want to get rid of my gentleman's agreement. I want a clean slate. Are <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I just found that. I found it absurd because watching at home, but I did have some people come back at, on Twitter and just say, are you at the ground? And I said, no. And they said they were struggling as well. Yeah, okay. I was stunned by that. Yeah. Maybe something about maybe being at night or something with the lights or I'm not sure. Perhaps. I, d- I didn't have an issue watching it on telly. I'm maybe they like they were there in big um, uh, trench coats and you know holding up their umbrellas. It was a bit trickier because they yeah. thought it was going to rain. Yeah, yeah. No, that's a good point. <laughs> that is a good point. Uh, but Steel Sidebottom was very, very fortunate to play. He, he did. He ruptured the old, uh, the old testicle. Yeah, so he was on a bit of a back kick from another player. A training. Yeah, and he said he kind of, you know, he thought you could walk it off for a bit. Mm. And then he went for a bit of a stride and then he went into a huddle and he said all of a sudden he felt crook in the guts and then he went into the rooms and he curled up in a fetal position. Uh-huh. And so they had to go under. They, I, I don't know. I think that, you know what, I think that is the perfect position for getting uh, a testicle ruptured, is fetal. Yeah, so I've kind of wondered what it's... What, I don't really know what a ruptured testicle is by the fact. Like, okay, imagine... You've got an egg, mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. and you just kind of a little chip, a little chip on the egg. No, I, I do mean like say it's a hard-boiled egg. No, soft-boiled egg. Soft-boiled egg. Yeah, is it what you imagine? Like a little kind of, almost like a kind of chip without actually breaking the egg. Oh no, I'm, I'm saying I'm sensing yolks going everywhere. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm yeah. sensing he's in a little bit of. Because I suppose though, because it, it doesn't bleed, does it? Because he, he would have known that there's an issue. Oh, he would have known there's an issue, yeah. yeah. I think it was the vomiting and the curling up in the field position, <laughs> I think, that kind of told him. No, but see, you said he initially tried to walk it off, so he's like, oof, you know, that hurt. But if, it was, if the yoke was pouring out, then you'd be like, oh, that, that's not, I haven't seen that before. Well, no, but it wouldn't be pouring out of your, your um, scrotum. What, how do you know? You ever, <laughs> you ever ruptured a testicle, mate? You don't know such things. I think I need to take you through anatomy. <laughs> <laughs> so he had to, you got about four stitches in the end. So, I don't know, maybe that is, it's ruptured like that and you kind of just got to stitch it up again. Is it like, you know, when a footy bladder pokes out of an old football? Yeah, maybe. Could be. Is that what it looks like? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I think, I think that's probably what it is. And they just, the I, doctor pokes it back in. I think and so, yeah. And they around the finger and he quickly pulls yeah, yeah. it out. I think that's actually what the doctors train on. Yeah. When they're, 
Uh, and the, the possibility, there is actually a possibility the doctor said to him, the actual, the quickest way to solve this is to take it out. Is that right? Yeah, so they just had one testicle. No, just, maybe just don't play footy for a couple of weeks. That's another way to solve it. It's an interesting question. Question without notice. Oh, jeez. I've known a, known a comic um, who had testicular cancer, mm-hmm. um, Des Bishop. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was offered a replacement. Yep. So you can get a replacement. And I think he said no. Is that right? I think he said no, yeah. Just on with the singular one. Yeah, yeah. Would you get a replacement? I'd get a few. <laughs> <laughs> Just be like, you know, well, I've always had two. Load me up, Doc. I wonder what five would be like. That'd be pretty funny. Someone like, then when you get a back kick, you go, fuck, which one was it? It's a lottery. That way you have more protection. Yeah, also, like a kind of decoy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you can uh, suck people in. Um, a couple of big injuries out of that game, though. Jordan Degoe, uh redid his hammy. Yes, so they're saying that uh, he's going to struggle to get up. Would you play him in a grand final? So he, he like, no question with that. Notice, Adam. Come on. They're saying he won't play in the prelim. He has two weeks. What three weeks then? If they play the grand final? Yeah, if they fucking play the grand final. Oh God. Um, <laughs> I know. I know that's... Uh, would I play him in the grand final? Yeah, three weeks. Yep. You would play him. Yeah, but it's not oh. like a complete tear either. It's just a bit of a strain, right? Mm, I, I think you might be right, but he's just come back off six weeks mm-hmm. from the, the same hamstring. So yeah. you're playing him. You're going. We're too going rolling. The, you're rolling the dice. Too good a player. Too good a player. You're rolling the dice. What about Levi Greenwood? How unlucky was he? Oh, dude. He just got a knock in the back of his knee. Yeah. And he does his ACL. Yeah, horrible. Yeah. Which goes to show that other people who do their ACL and writhe on the ground. Yep. Fucking soft, mate. I know. There are some people who just walk off. Yeah. He's yeah. just like, oh, that was that felt weird. Yeah. And then they're like, mate, you've done your ACL. It's I'm like, actually curious about that. I, I wanted to ask someone recently who'd done an ACL, like, what's that, what does it actually feel like? Can it come off gently? That's a good question. Because okay. they do talk about pop. Some people talk about a pop. There's a pop and then I think a lot of times there's searing pain for about, this is what, I think it was when it happened to Juddy. He said it was searing pain for about 45 seconds yep. and then you're fine. Yeah, wow. Like it goes completely away and you're like, oh, no, maybe I'm okay. Yeah, okay. And then your leg, fucking, your bottom part of your leg wobbles everywhere. Yeah, I think it was Brandon Whitecross who did it in the prelim in 2013 mm-hmm. and I think he might have kept playing, but he could tell that he'd done it. He kind of, at the end they came, you know, Hugging and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. He's like, well, won't be next, next week. Because you can't change direction. Yes, that was the thing. Yeah. Straight lines, mate. Yeah. It's all about straight lines, which, you know, if you can just stay in a straight line. Well, if you feel forward, you kind of can do that in a way. Yeah. Hmm. Just never change direction. Hmm. So when you when you go for a lead, you've got to run all the way around to the other end of the ground and kind of do a big <laughs> loop around. You can't just can't just twist around. Yeah, sure. Like you've got to train it to take you back. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, you reverse it up in a straight line. A uh, bit of talk about out of Gary Ablett, my friend. Does he go on next year? Question without notice. Mm. Uh, I am disappointed that there are so many doubters out there mm-hmm. about Gary Lee. I will admit he did have a, a Doubting Thomases, maybe. Mm, there are a few, quite a few. Uh, he didn't have a great game. I'll give him that. But this man, he's one of the, he's one of the greatest we've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And he has at least a two, maybe three years of sniping left in him. Yeah, I think he does. This guy, he, he lost his focus on the, mm-hmm. on the weekend. There were many, many chances. He was trying him, to play the game. It yeah, was foolish. Yeah, that was As ridiculous. P- particularly at his age. He should have known it's a big game, perfect time to block someone in the head. Uh-huh. And he chose not to. Sure. And you just go, that's just a confused man who's worried about his career. Chris Scott should come to him and go, mate, two more years, sign the contract. Yep. Block away, my friend. Yep. Block in the head from behind. Use your elbow. Whatever you need to do, Gaz. There were too many times away. I saw people give away handball mm. and Gary went for the ball instead of running at the man, yeah. uh, veering five metres and elbowing him in the head. To protect himself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's just a man who was unsure of his role. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, no, 
much much more time left for Gary. Perfect conditions for sniping, though. It was, it was really good <laughs> conditions, yeah. You don't want to wet when you're sniping because you could glance off. Yes. And I find that uh, when you're jumping up to get into someone's head, you, mm-hmm. you want good footing. Yep. And the wet is not great for that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, Friday night, perfect for it. Did you watch that Collingwood doco during the week? I have taped it. I've not seen it yet. You have taped it on yes. the old Foxtel, man. Oh, uh, my Foxtel, You yes. can watch it on iView. Is that right? Yeah, you can watch it right now. Why Let's have a watch that? along. Yeah, but then there's ads beforehand. There's promos. Uh, I've used you know usually just the um the rating. I'm across my IV, mate. I don't I don't I don't have time for ratings. Um, it was hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, it was really funny. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. So it follows um uh, Trelaw and uh, Br- uh, Grundy and uh, Jared else? Blair. I think you're right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But there's this awesome bit near the end mm. where they. <laughs> It's really, really good. So you're really going to endear yourself to Collingwood fans It's here. really good. Yep. Like, they make the grand final. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> I'm laughing again. Yeah. It's so funny. And they get five goals up, like, oh. in the first quarter. Like, oh, they can't away. lose from there. Yeah, you think they're going to fucking smash it. Yeah, yeah. You know, how far is Collingwood, right? Yeah. And then there's a really cool bit, like, for the next kind of the, in the game. Like, the Eagles kind of get back, back, mm, back, back, mm. bit by bit. Not not quickly. Over the course of three quarters, right? And then what happens at the start of the last quarter? Oh, dude, it's so good. Really? It's a bit of a twist. They okay. get the first two goals oh. in the fourth quarter. Oh, they're home. <laughs> it's so funny. They're home. It was so cool. Yeah. And then the Eagles, in the end, like, they get a mark, you know, a mark that shouldn't have been paid, right, because oh, right. there was a shepherd. Was Maynard being held out? Yeah, he was being shepherded out. Oh. Yeah, right. And then and then she, the player, had it, like, on a really tight angle. He played on. He played on. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he pretended he didn't, and yeah, he went yeah. back. And it was so funny, mate, because he had all the crowd, like, booing him and stuff like that. And he's went through like from about what 60 degree angle yeah and he put it through the middle and and <laughs> oh yeah he was won by like three points it was fucking uh, so funny right. good on so him for putting out there was this awesome scene at the end and bucks is in there and like the players are crying they're crying they're crying <laughs> and he's saying i don't know how to lead you and he's like broken it's it, it was it was hilarious it's yeah. one of the funniest docos i've ever seen so it's worth watching is it <laughs> you're an evil man michael chamberlain Great. Uh, live show, Adam. Live show. Yes. Um, uh, come see. Come come give Michael a kick in one of his nuts <laughs> at the live show. Yeah, try and pick which one of the five, mate. Yeah. Like decoys. Um, uh, we uh, want to thank people who came out last Sunday for yeah, a bi week show. That was fantastic. What a great afternoon. Yes. Andy Lee, Daisy Thomas, and Rodney Rocket E. That was awesome. That was hilarious. A big thank you to the young fella in the front row who. Oh, that's right. Was awake for probably, what do you reckon, like four minutes? Yeah. I reckon, yeah. And then occasionally we'd drift in and out of the show. And then he'd laugh really loud at yeah. weird moments. Yep, yep. Yeah, and he had a mate there. He mm-hmm. seemed a bit under the weather as well. Yes. Because no, when they'd... we tried to talk to him to look after his friend, he seemed yeah. a bit dazed and confused. No, he was... They'd had a big Saturday night. Yeah, I suppose so. And I reckon they'd come straight to the live show, which is a great <laughs> place to be. And we mocked him heavily for it. Yeah, we got a tweet from uh, one person saying that he saw them both in a subway afterwards, <laughs> kind of dead to the world with a sandwich in the hand. Mate, that's where all good nights end. Um, and now we got our super duper grand final show. Yes, with the guys from Two Guys One Cup. So the day after the grand final, September 29, I believe it is, 4pm again at the European Beer Cafe. Tickets can be found at trybooking.com. Okay, now we'll be with Will Anderson. Yes. And we'll have special guests as we get closer to the event to you know, know you know which people support which team, the yeah, two teams right. that get in there. So, geez, we're going to find a Giants fan. Going to get Melissa Doyle, maybe. She'd be great. Uh, she loves her footy. And Charlie Clawson will probably FaceTime in or something like that. And why, why might not he be there? Charlie is expecting a baby oh, isn't that lovely? Uh, in late September. So he uh, has put the baby before <laughs> before us. That's disappointing. Uh, 
Um, Could have thrown it out with the bathwater and come <laughs> down, I reckon. That is very disappointing. But uh, as Michael said, tickets available at Try Booking, Sunday 29th of September, 4pm, European Beer Cafe. It's going to be a great afternoon, always is. Who would you get to perform if you were going to, if we had a band supporting us, Michael? Who would you Who would you love to see out there? Uh, I'd like to get uh, Mike Brady, but mm. he's just so hard to book. Yeah, no, that's a good point. <laughs> he's uh, He just won't take any calls and he's just... Yeah, he just doesn't want to do it. He's so he's so um, reclusive now. Yeah, yeah. He's a bit like the uh, kind of, not Hunter S. Thompson. What's the guy who wrote Catcher in the Rye? Uh, that bloke. He's like uh, that. Kind of one hit. Bukowski? No, one hit. He kind of uh, one hit and then he uh, just kind of went, no, I'm done. Yeah, I'm done. done. Yeah. yeah. Up there, Kazali. Yeah. Don't want to perform it anymore. Mm. J.D. Salinger. There we yeah. go. Um, so, the grand final entertainment this year, Paul Kelly. Yeah. I think people are happy with that. Are they? I think they are. Yeah, they seem to be. I don't. I don't like. I'm going to put it out there. Like, <laughs> you don't, don't like, like Paul Kelly. I don't like Paul Kelly. <laughs> you fucking little ditties. You were on a fucking grand final day. I want. Yes. A, I want uplifting. Yes, it's I want not powerful. It's going to be kind of nice and sweet. So it's not going to be get oh, up on your feet. Oh, fucking spare me with your little fucking stories. At the MCG. Yeah, that's the only reason he's got the gig. Yeah, sure, you, sure. If you any aspiring songwriters out there, you put fucking MCG yeah. or September yeah, sure. or Final Day yeah. or Holy Grail. Yeah, and Holy Grail isn't actually about sport or anything. No, no. Yeah, no. it's just the word Holy Grail in it. If you, and who's ever referred to the Premiership Cup as the Holy Grail? Yeah. It's a bit, well, maybe they have. <laughs> oh, no, I don't think they have. But uh, if you can write a song, it's called Premiership Cup, we hold it aloft in September at the MCG. Yeah, yeah. You're going to make a fucking killing. Yeah. If that's even half catchy. Yeah, put meat pie in there somewhere. <laughs> exactly, yeah. yeah. Footy yeah. record, uh, Kevin Bartlett statue, and you have got yourself <laughs> a fucking song. Okay, so we've got Paul Kelly. He's kind of headlining it, I suppose. Yeah. And then we have Dean Lewis. Who's Dean Lewis? I don't know, but I'm also probably not meant to know, really. Yeah, you're way too old for that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, You know those people who go like, oh, fucking that music shit. It's like, yeah, it's not for you, mate. You're yeah. a fucking 55-year-old. Exactly. Okay? Why don't we have Flume? Why isn't Flume there eating... Uh, oh, okay, yeah, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> you, you wouldn't love, wouldn't you love to see now this happened at... Uh, <laughs> now, that at, is pre-game entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you don't... Not familiar with it. Uh, at Burning Man, Flume... Um, eight ass. There's no other way to say it, and he did it on stage in front of everyone. Now, if that happened at the grand final, I'm fucking there. That's the entertainment you want to see. Everyone's like, eat it, eat it, and then it happens. Great entertainment. Anyway, I'm not sure if Paul Kelly or Dean Lewis will do that. Yep, Dean Lewis, and then Tones and I. Hang on, it says here on the AFL website, pop sensation. Yeah, pop sensation. Tones and I. And now, Tones is big as well. A big uh, number one R O charts with Dance Monkey. Which is a catchy tune. I've heard a little bit of that this week. Is that right? Yeah. I've never fucking heard of Tones and I. And Lewis had number one in the Arrow Charts the last year. With another song, Be Alright. We'll look so at Be Alright. Is Tones and I, there's a there's a, a, a lady. a lady, She's a singer? Yes. And that, is it just her? Uh, I think it's a band. Okay. Where she's the front person. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, and then we have John Williamson, who was singing Watson Matilda. Which I don't think they've brought, but they haven't done that for a while. He did that in the '88 Grand Final, I reckon. No, he didn't. It was Cole and someone. That's right. No, Noel Watson, maybe. Okay. Uh, but usually, the back in the day, the person would come out and sing Waltz and Matilda yeah, and no. the anthem. Yeah. So John Williamson and Paul Kelly, Australian mate. How oh, fuck hey, off? True blue. Why do you get fucking that? Uh, what's his name? Fitzy, don't the fucking red bandana to come out. And Read from his, <laughs> one of his books. Oh, here's something I wrote about fucking Ned Kelly. Yeah, no sure. No one gives a fuck, mate. Yeah, sure. Here's three chapters on Gallipoli. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, so we've got John Williamson. He'll do well to the Matilda. Probably mm-hmm. first time he's ever sung that before. Uh, <laughs> and then we've got Mike Brady doing up there Kazali. Okay. And also, Conrad Sewell will be performing the national anthem. Fucking hell. It's a cavalcade. That's a lot of people, isn't it? Well, I guess they're... Um they're making it longer. The it's it's less like just bring person out, sing up there, Kazali, do this, do that. They're extending it out like pregame entertainment, so people are in their seats a bit earlier. I think they want to get him to the ground mm-hmm. at like you know two o'clock or one thirty, and they give him an hour show before the grand final. The only thing about the pregame entertainment, got my tickets during the week, Adam. Got my tickets. I'm heading along for the grand final. Yeah, I got my tickets. Got your tickets. Got my tickets. Where where are you sitting? Uh, up the top, probably about half forward flank, like way up the top. I thought you could just turn up on the day and you can. Um, you did go you on the you go on the ballot, a ballot, and the members. So I think they hand out about ten thousand tickets. And did you actively put yourself in the ballot, or yeah. are you automatically in the ballot because you're a member? No, you put yourself in. I think it's like twenty five bucks if you get a ticket. Okay. And so yeah, you kind of. I, I've had a pretty good run, but like you kind of get two years and then you kind of miss out, and then yeah. you get two. Like last year, I missed out, so I had to go and stand. Uh, but you know, luckily, I mean, if it's fucking Richmond Collingwood, better than getting there at fucking. You know, I had a mate who lined up last year th- Thursday. He'd be fucking. You have to do it on Tuesday. Yeah, the state team once. Yeah, no, that, if, yeah. If it ends up being Richmond and Collingwood, which it's looking very likely. Yeah, that'd be uh, huge. So Conrad Saul, Conrad Saul. He was. I think Conrad Saul might have started off in Idol. I think. Okay, he looks. He looks Idol esque. I remember I worked on the Arias in 2015, and he was up for everything. Well, Gillan McLaughlin says here the Australian music industry is as diverse and as strong as it has ever been. Well, so he's gone through the whole history of the Australian music industry yeah. and compared it for to from now through all of history and gone, yep, it's as strong as it's ever been. One thing I noticed though, like it is Australiana, mm. like they're all they're all Australian acts. It was bloody good, mate. Bloody good. Although I mean, you know, if there was an overseas act. You know, and you could struggle to get them in. Gil could just give Dutton a call. Just yeah. say, hey, mate. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We'll get them in. When, get when in, did Black Eyed, Black Eyed Peas play? Was that two years ago? That was last year, wasn't it? Was it? It was last year. Gil I am? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, do you know the best the best performance I've seen, I reckon, mm. over time, uh, was Lionel Richie for the For the grand replay. final replay? Yeah. yeah. That was actually watching a dude who actually... Was Got it. playing to 100,000 people. Yeah, yeah. And actually, like, people were involved. Like a proper concert. Yeah. And I think, you know what? Which I thought it was a remarkable ability to do that. Well, I think because he crosses so many... Like, you know, you look at the three acts that they've got on here and there's different generations that yeah. go, oh, yeah, it taps into that person. Paul Kelly will tap into that generation, blah, yeah. blah, blah. But Lionel Richie, you're kind of like... Everyone's like, yeah, I know a Lionel Richie song. Yeah, you yeah, I yeah. Can, I can dance on the ceiling if I want to. Yeah, for sure. Did he, did he do Hello? I don't think he did. did he did, yeah. He, did he? Yeah. He did a slow ballad. Yeah. Amazing. And everyone was really into it. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, the thing about the entertainment is when you're actually there, if you don't want to watch the entertainment or you don't want to listen, you can't hear, you can't talk to each other and you can't hear your radio because it's too loud. Okay. Or, or it's so loud. I'm not saying it's too loud. Sorry, Gramps. Yeah. But you, you, if you want to have a conversation, you know, about the fucking game or something, yeah. you can't do it. And I got, I got a lot of conversations <laughs> we had, mate. That's true. I know you do. Uh, the finals over the weekend, mate, they're, they're all a bit, little bit disappointing, don't so, you think? Yeah, they were. They were. They were They were all kind of shit. I mean, I know the Geelong uh, Collingwood one ended up being 10 points, but Collingwood controlled the game. Yeah, it looked better than it was, yeah. Western Bulldogs, a lot of Western Bulldogs fans didn't, Almost didn't make the game yesterday. That's right. There were delays. There were delays, and people were complaining about it, going uh, like tweeting, going, "Come on, Qantas, fucking get us to Sydney and stuff." You go, you know what? They're not doing it for fun. And they're checking the bomb. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, absolutely. I think, it was, I think it was wins in Sydney. Yes, yeah. It's not like Qantas go, ah, fuck it. We yeah. just 
You know, like you know, it'd be funny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> Five thousand doggies fan miss out. Yeah. And, and by the way, it'd be hilarious if they all yelled at the same person at the checkout. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, no, we'll do it deliberately. Well, there's no wins in Sydney. Um. So yeah. So I, 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 I think they were talking about they com- through the commentary they were talking about you know there are still dogs fans coming in. I think they ended up getting about nineteen thousand. I think. Okay, did, and it looked. Do you it, think there was a bit of mayonnaise put on that figure? Yes, I do because uh, a lot of the tops of stands weren't open. Hmm. But I reckon there was a fairly good mix of giants and bulldogs. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I that's I, good. I don't think it. it you know. Obviously, the, the it wasn't overwhelming. No, and obviously the doggies would have dropped off as their as the score started to get away from them. Yep. But I thought that I thought there was a good support for the Giants. Giants are killing it, man. Yeah. They got over thirty thousand members. They were fucking amazing. They're doing a really good job. They were really good yesterday. Yeah, yeah. If they play like that, they could easily lose a prelim. Uh, they're up against Brisbane next week. It's a shame because they're the two teams I kind of you know we're would like to rooting for. Yeah. Um, what would that grand final be like, though? That wouldn't be great. Oh, well, that's the thing. I wouldn't need tickets to get my own row. <laughs> <laughs> but there was an, apparently an annoying thing up at Giants Stadium yesterday where they had Let's Go Giants, Let's Go pumping through the speakers at the like the PA system. And you're saying it's too loud when you're trying to think pre-grand about, final. About the game. And then they're pumping this during the game. I don't like that shit happening during the game. I don't think I've ever heard anything like that during a game. The only thing that'll kind of happen is, you know, when there's a goal and yes. it'll be like that thing on the on the, on the the scoreboard, it's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. goal. Yeah, or I, I can't remember the team, but it was like, let's get loud. And, it was like, and then Doggies had a woof-woof, I think, for a while. I remember going to an Essendon game years ago and they fucking pummeled us. And they had Sakata on the board. Yeah, okay, after a goal. <laughs> you just had to hear that 15,000 times. Yeah, I, I, like even that annoys me a little bit. But to get the kind of ba- the basketball thing, are they allowed to do that? That's like, a good question. I don't know. I don't know what the rule the rules are. Who the fuck's ticked off on that? Because you know it's interesting. Mm. In that we bring up the word basketball there. Mm, very good point you make. Mm, thank you. Thank so you. one of the disappointments I think from the atmosphere of the Etihad Stadium recently with the uh, Australia USA game. Please, Marvel. Yeah, sure. Of course. Yeah, sorry. Is that I think it was Hutchie was saying this. They were playing under FIBA rules. Under the oh, Basketball right. Federation. And so those rules, there might be a few different rules in terms of playing, but also those rules say you can't pump in, you know, the... It's not know, like the NBA. Defence, defence. Yeah, okay. And so that... So there's no... Din, din, well, din, no. Din. Yeah. Oh, what? So well, how would you know when you're playing defence? So people who kind of maybe went in expecting, you know, the big sh- you know, stuff yeah, yeah, dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but they actually weren't allowed to do that. Yeah. Which is quite interesting, that. Well, I guess it's almost... Because it's kind of like, I guess, Olympic rules. Yes, so boring, boring and no fun. Yeah, keep like it dull. Yeah, yeah, juiced up. Yeah, people tuning out. Yeah. Tuning out. Yeah. yeah, but boring. What? Well, but do you think the Giants should be allowed to, or should be? Should there be a please explain? I think actually, again, it's been a big week of football being tainted. So yeah, I, I think it's a case that they maybe should call the doggies back and say you're through to the second week of the finals. Yeah, that's probably not a bad idea. I mean, the doggies weren't told it was going to be happening. Uh-huh. And so, you know, they're hearing, let's go, Giants, let's go. And they're like, fuck, is that... They're thinking, is that an emergency call? Like, let's go where? Should we be meeting at an emergency meeting point? Yep, is sure. There, or is, uh, or is um, has uh, Liam Cameron got a, uh, a megaphone or something? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's calling it out. We can hear their plays. <laughs> it's not good enough. Brisbane and the Tigers. Jeez fucking Christ, the Tigers. They look good. Oh, my God. Yeah. Ominous. Ominous. Yeah, sure. Dusty kicked, what, six goals? Yes. And he and Richmond are looking pretty fucking good. Yeah, so the Bears were pretty competitive to about half time. They were. They yeah. were very good. And, and also, they had more scoring shots because mm-hmm. Richmond kicked 18-4. Yeah, and they, they missed a few shots too, the Bears. Yes, they did. Please, Lions, mate. Yeah, so, um, but then, I mean, 
actually you probably didn't want them to kick away. Like, I think they were going to kick away by 50 points in the end. But you also figured, gee, big stage, young team. Yes. You know, a lot of expectation. Yeah, too much expectation. It could be that thing with the Lions where it might, you know, next year, just get a taste of finals, all that kind of stuff. Oh, you think harden them. Well, yeah, know. you know, people often in their first year, you know, they kind of get a bit freaked out. Did you know? I don't know whether you picked up on this. Finals go up one notch. One notch. One notch. A notch. They go up a notch. Never two. Just one. Just a notch. Not a half a notch. No, 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 no. Wow. Sometimes a team might go up a notch within a game. Really? Yeah, yeah. So maybe that's the second notch, perhaps. Okay. I don't think there's ever been three notches. So you go into finals, you go up a notch. You're already up a notch. And then if you're in the game and you go up another notch, you're going up two notches. That's two notches. I don't, know. I don't think that's ever happened. Two notches can't be right. Well, I reckon the... the Is that the, physically possible? Yeah, the Giants look like they went up a notch. <laughs> they go up a notch. Within the game, yeah. Sheesh. I, I stand corrected on my own stupid statement. And so with the finals, you go up a notch mm. and then you don't play well. So like maybe like, okay, let's use the example of Essendon. Okay? Yeah. So they go up a notch for the finals, but then they don't play well. Have they gone down a notch? So they're, they're no notch. No, I think they, they, they never went up a notch themselves. Oh, sheesh. Yeah. you got to go up a notch. Like <laughs> well, they, they, I mean, they had, th- they had four hours on the flight to work out how many notches to go. Oh, sure, sure. And you reckon Woosher, I mean, this is why he's fucking job Under the, the pump. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He didn't tell him how many notches. What's going on? He's been there. He knows notches. <laughs> And he's standing there going, they're going, did we just run out? He's like, yeah. And they're uh, just waiting for him to be, to I be told. I don't think he ever mentioned Notch. No. Yeah. Oh, you know, you've got to get, get a hold of it, Usher. That's yeah. why you're under a pump. Do, do, you think he, do you think he goes? Question without notice. Um, Will he be Essendon's coach next year? The Jungle Drums. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> Fucking hell, not, not the Jungle Drums. <laughs> are beating, Adam. Yeah. The Jungle Drums If any beating. drums know... <laughs> Like I've been into. Because uh, you know that jungle at near the airport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh no, the, the the jungle drums. No, like I've gone, I've gone into uh, music stores and I've played those drums, and they tell me nothing about Essendon's coaching future. But when you hear the jungle drums, uh huh, yep, yeah, they're fucking, they're all over. It's like din 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 din. You go, oh fuck, that sounds. Do you think? Do you think at the uh, grand final? Mm. Do you think Paul Kelly will have the? Regular drums or the jungle drums? Well, I don't think you're allowed to just play jungle drums like that. It'd because, be an unfair advantage. Well, there's too many rumours that come out of it. <laughs> if Paul Kelly's playing, they're going, fucking Nathan Buckley's gone. They're like, <laughs> what? what are you talking about? Fuck. Huh? Man, Kelly's playing jungle drums. Jeez, I didn't hear that for his speakers. Fucking hell. That's unbelievable. <laughs> He's in the box up there. He's yeah. already gone. No, nah, mate. Oh, jeez. Um, the, who was it? Lloydo? 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 Yeah. Lloydo? Lloydo. 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 Lloydo? Lloydo? I don't know. Why isn't it Lloydy? I don't know. I How don't know. they put an O on the end of it? Um, he was saying, he reckoned over the summer they should give it to Blake Carousella and Ben, ben Rutten, Rutten and kind of let them run the place. And Woosha takes a back seat. But why have Woosha there then? Do you think Woosha would agree with that? I would say fucking wholeheartedly oh, I mean, you a, no. You get a summer off, I suppose. You know what? If you are in that director of coaching role, like what Rocket was at Collingwood, mm-hmm. fucking oath you'd take that. You'd be like, eh, I'm going to get sacked anyway, right? Mm-hmm. And they say, mate, take a back seat. We're going to let these two do it. You go, you know what? Yes. Yes, I will do that. And then you will do the old rock up, 10 o'clock in the morning. You've got, you know, you're relaxed. Mm-hmm. You've got a beautiful tan. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you go, they front the media and he doesn't get all angry the way he does now. Mm-hmm. You know, he just gets so ropeable. Yeah, sure. He's just so much energy and he's exuding so much excitement all the time. He's on edge. He's not massive Mr. Personality, is he? He's not. Yeah. He's not. And that... That can't be good in the... I imagine it could give a bit of a bake. Yeah, I reckon. I, I, I mean, it's an intense energy. Yes. Yeah. Spooky. Like, if you did something wrong, I think he'd just You'd know about look it. you in the eye. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He'd want to kill you. Uh, I reckon uh, for all the talk, all the hype, some man came out from the board and said they were going to keep him. Yeah, so he's gone. But that can change, yeah. So I reckon he's 
Go on. Big okay, statement. Go on. That's right. my statement. And you know what? He can't be replaced by James Hurd. The man's busy. Dude, the man's got a lot on his plate. Fuck. He's, he's now... He works as a broker for this... Okay, this is, uh, this is a, an article I'm reading from The Age. He now works as a broker for the sale of big European soccer clubs mm. and sells boots to Brazilian superstars in China. And that's on top of the coffee business. No, the chocolate business. Chocolate business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, mate, he's got, he's got it all going. So, uh, How many fingers has he got for all these pies? Well, he's had to, as well as like, uh, you know, I've got five testicles. He's got like 14 fingers. <laughs> that, that was a side effect of all the uh, injections Oh, that yeah, he took. sure, gotcha. Yeah, the he's treatment. Yeah. Fingers. So he works as a broker. So he doesn't just do the big uh, European soccer club sailing. He's a broker. So he must go into someone's house and go, uh, here's, here's the best deal I can get you for, say, mm. uh, Manchester City. Yeah. And they sit down. He sits down with a couple. And he's like, um, would you love to own Manchester City? I and they're I- like... Well, I haven't really thought about it. He goes, well, I'll show you how you can. I'm trying to work out how you get into a profession like that. How do you get into that job? Like, there's no uni degree you can do for that job. Like, I well, to be to be the broker for the oh, sale of big European soccer clubs. I went to uni and that wasn't an offer. <laughs> and I did very well in year 12. I'm sure you did. I'm sure you did. <laughs> so I don't know how you get into that line of business. Like, how do you get into the line of business where it's like, hey, do you want to buy, you know, Liverpool? Yeah. Well, I can help you out. I know a guy. <laughs> like, I, I don't get how that happens. I don't know who... Where, where's he shopping... Example, Liverpool. Where's he shopping them around? Well, that's the thing. Like, who has, like, what, $2 billion? Well, I guess, so you know... he's walking up to Sheiks and whatever? Yeah, Saudi Arabia. He's just well, flying in Trump, there. he's got a lot of money. Yeah. Hey, Trumpy, do you want Liverpool? Yeah. What's a, what's a Liverpool? Oh, mate, sit down. And then also... Selling boots to Brazilian superstars in China. Yeah. How, how many, many are there? there? How many... <laughs> how many... Okay, first off, Brazilian soccer players. Okay, yeah. that's fine. Yeah, and yeah. there are a lot of them mm-hmm. in the world. And I'm sure a lot of them play in China. Yeah, I'm sure there's a strong league sure, in China. I'm sure there's, a, you know, teams around the place. I'm sure even just like Brazilian dudes who yeah. live in China play a weekly kick around, okay? Yes. Play a local club, of you know. Of course. And occasionally, they'll take the week off to go and watch the AFL in Shanghai. Yeah, of course, yes. Oh. They go to the Mond. Is that yeah. right? The Mond? Sure. Yeah. The Bund. The Bund? The Bund, the thing? yes. The Bund. But then, okay, that's one group. Brazilian, okay. Yeah. But then superstars. Superstars, okay, yes. That's a big Venn diagram. Like, yeah. uh, to match up. <laughs> Like a Brazilian <laughs> superstar. Like, I imagine Brazilian superstars are p- like three people yep. in the whole of the world. Because yep. like when they play the World Cup, like that's not a team of superstars. No, no, no. There's about three. But you know, them, know. Like, you know, like there was like Ronaldo and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. Um, so is Herdy in China selling three pairs of boots? To one bloke. To one bloke. To one bloke. But that's his business. And it's a guy called Hulk too. See, what I like is that he's just, he's, Cornered that market because you go, you say you walk out of here out of Wayne Jackson's studio today and you go, Oh, fuck, what could I do? I think I might sell uh boots to Brazilian superstars in China. Mm. And you make one call, I go, Mate, I've already got him, heard he's already sent him head of the game. Yeah, <laughs> we don't need you. And also, I know it's a bit of a repressive regime over there, yeah, but how difficult is it to get boots in China that they need heard? <laughs> Where I'm gonna presume. They're making the boots them. Boots are made. <laughs> They're making. They got kids making those fucking boots. Yeah. Is Hurdy going into the factories? Going that pair. That pair. That's not good. Your mate. You. You. Mate. Eight year old. Go home. You're fucking done. Hulk is gonna love them. Yeah. It's it's the weirdest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Of all the jobs. Okay. And then the chocolate business on top of that. That's incredible. What do you do, Hurdy? I sell chocolate. I sell boots. Mm. I broker fucking football clubs. And you go, mate. 
you have the weirdest yeah. CV I've ever heard in my life. Do you, do you hope that... Um, is the quality of the chocolate dropping off? That's what I'm worried about. Got to think about those. Like if you're eating and you go, geez, is this milky? Yeah. Wasn't this milky last time? No, no. And then you go, because he's fucking buying Brazilian boots. Well, you make boots a, for Brazilian superstars You in make China. a few calls, don't yeah. you? Yeah. To, you know, the Amazon. And you say, hey guys, you know, mm. has, the, has the boss been around much lately? Yeah. Well, so he's, in, okay, so he's in South America. That's probably where he got in touch with the superstars. Uh, okay, yeah, gotcha. So he's at the chocolate factory in uh, in South America. Yep, yep, Say Brazil. Yep. Yeah, sure. Uh, he runs into this guy. And he goes, oh, "I'm going go and play." Um, and obviously, oh. heard he's picked up Portuguese. I'm a superstar. I'm going to go play in China, as yeah. you do. Yeah. I'm going to ignore Europe. Yeah. I'm going to go straight to China. Fucking oath. And by the way, my name's Hulk. What's your name? Yep, Hurdy. <laughs> um, I've got any boots. Yeah. The thing is, I'm a really good player. I'm really so good. good at playing soccer. Yeah. But the thing is, like, oh, I don't have any shoes. Yeah. And 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 they, I need them for like the footy. Yeah. Like you know, I got no access to them because if it rains. Because I, I check, I check before every game. <laughs> if it rains, I'm fucked. Yep. And you know, I've been playing all my life, but I just got no shoes. I'm just like, and I'm just going. You know what? I reckon I might be able to help you out. I reckon I got. I think I can sort. I can sort three pairs of boots for you. In China. Yeah, that's ha- that. I've got to go there straight away to get them because I respect you, Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> this is interesting when he talks about. Good luck for Shanghai United. By the way, <laughs> yeah. do they they want to sell? Because yeah, I can yeah. broker a deal. I can do it. He goes, there's always a speculation that he's talking about Newcastle here. So Newcastle yes. in the uh, Premier League. Newcastle, there's always speculation that their owner, Mike Ashley, is trying to sell, but he wants a price. He wants a price. Motherfucker wants a price for his own team. The fucking goal. <laughs> Unbelievable. This is where Hurdy comes in. He goes, he wants a fucking price. This is unheard of. I'll shut him down. He said the lady who was trying to buy it won't meet the price. She won't meet the price. So he said, here's the price. She goes... I'm not fucking touching that price. I, I know about prices, mate. I yeah. know the price of chocolate. I know the price of boots. Yeah. I know the price of football clubs. Mate, the lady won't meet it. You got to meet the price. She won't meet it. But he, and the other guy has one. And he said he won't even sit down with her in a meeting. No. So he's trying to sell. See, so he says, Hurdy, I want to sell Newcastle. Yeah. Goes, no worries, mate. Straight away. Went yeah. to Because when I think of yeah, people yeah, who absolutely. want to sell football clubs, yeah, I think of people who live on the other side of the world mm. who are disgraced coaches. Yeah. Yeah. Who spent time in, in France, though? They know the lay of the land. Yeah, okay, They've true. seen soccer be, being played. Maybe maybe the Paris Poodles had like a... They'd have a soccer team as well. Oh, of course they did. Play have a soccer team, netball team. Yeah. You know, oh, like, yeah. Like, at country clubs, club, too, club. yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's great. Uh, he says, Hurdy, I want to sell. Here's the price. Uh-huh. Hurdy goes, no worries, mate. Got it. Goes to the lady. Yeah. Says, hey, here's the price. She here's goes, I'm not meeting that. Oh, well, no. Well, he goes, well, then you can't buy it. She goes, well, I'm not meeting it. Well, and then, at least, can you come and sit down in a meeting? Yeah, and she says, I won't do that. Oh, no. And then you know what he said it's like. He said it's like watching Neighbours. It's an absolute soap opera in front of your eyes. In front of your eyes. Right in front of your eyes. <laughs> not behind your back. Not in another room that you can overhear. Not right in front of your eyes. In front of your eyes. So her not, your turning, not turning up to a meeting happened in front of his eyes. That's unheard of. Mm. Oh, well. That's, that should be a title of the book. Yeah. Uh, so we heard he's got a lot going on. Fuck, it gets into the book as w- into the boots as well. Yeah, he's an investor and ambassador. Yeah, bloody hell, mate, you're spreading yourself too thin. He said we. So this is Hulk. He said we signed him up. We signed him up. Mm. We signed him up. Hurdy, you're signing our players now. Got a partnership with him. Does he own this fucking soccer team that he's going to? Who are you working with, Hurdy? Hulk, I'd check your contract if I was you. What's going on in China, yeah. mate? <laughs> he says uh, uh, we had a big launch party in Shanghai. It was great. He had quite a big posse. He did. That's Hulk. Fuck, mate, it's Hulk. Yeah, that's a fair point. He you know. said, we adapted that boot. So we don't know what boot he's talking about, but that boot for Hulk and brought out a new prototype. New prototype. 
No one knew anything about us in China, but now the brand's getting some cut through. Yeah, you're getting some traction. So he's going for the fucking. It's not. It's not a Nike. It's not a fucking. It's not a Puma. It's a. It's a Hurdy. He's wearing a prototype. Oh yeah, a bit like the Buddy Boots from yeah. a few years back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Or the Blades. Remember the Blades back in the nineties? Yeah, sure. They were big. That uh, EJ Witten hated. Oh, did he? How come? Because he was uh, a brand ambassador oh, for Adidas. Adidas. Yeah, he got used to get angry yeah. when he'd see players in Blades. Because remember, Blades was supposed to stop um, knees. Knees. Mm. Mm-hmm. So a lot going on in James Hurd's life. And on top of that, his kids seem pretty uh, good sucking players. Yes. So one of them had a trial out in the UK for Stoke City. Yeah, he said he's a bit of a soccer dad. Yeah. So that's so, all happening for Hurdy. Yeah, he's making a buck. Making a quid, mate. Mate, you got to make it. Uh, Rats now at St Kilda. That's cool. I'm really happy that he's back there. Yeah. I, I think, think it's nice. I think it's a good move. Yeah. Um, I think St Kilda are still shit, though. But, yeah, um, yeah I, I, I like the idea of Rats, I think... Now and now that Brad Scott didn't get that, that means North Melbourne have got to pay Brad Scott his fucking contract for next year. Didn't he get a job? Someone was telling me at the was, AFL. Yeah. So does that mean they get they get out of the uh, payment no, now? No, because it was coaching. Oh, I think okay. I, I don't think they have to pay him as much, but they still have to pay him. Yeah. Okay. And so now we've got Fremantle with you filled. Yes. And there' not much talk about who might get that. It's uh, Justin Longmuir was kind of the front runner for that, and really? Peter Sumich, I believe. Oh, uh, yeah, Sumich. Actually, we might hear if he got it too, by the way. Just by the fact he's been like an assistant for like 20 years. Yeah, he's been around, hasn't he? His turn, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you got that. And then, I, mate, what do you think of the review being conducted by Jason Dunstall? Oh, Adelaide? yeah, sure, sure, sure. Because I think, I think Adelaide will be looking for a new coach. That's my... It's what, uh, jungle drums? Oh, they weren't jungle drums. They okay. were drums. They were different drums. They were like um, Calypso steel drums that I yeah, heard. Sure. Yeah, sure. You know, I actually heard during the whole thing, like uh, mm. when Dunstall went over for the review and whenever he found out like some shocking information, he mm. said, turn it up. Did he? He did. At every occasion? <laughs> every time. Every time he opened a pa- uh, turn it up. You just hear it, Westlake. Just yeah. turn it up. Yeah, it's unbelievable. They should have got, um, got spot over with the golden fist. Um, so, yeah, Ty, Pikey will go. All the Adelaide people want him to go. It seems that way, doesn't it? Yeah. They're just trying to find a really nice... Th- you know what? It's almost like they want someone to confirm it for them. Yeah, okay. They get Dunstall and Pab in. Because mm. you know what? I would definitely have Matthew Pavlich around because Fremantle are just the best club that yeah. has ever existed ever. Mm. And this guy knows how to... Success. He knows success mm-hmm. and he knows how to keep a coach around for a little while. Yeah, he knows how to win. Get, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So why wouldn't you get him there? Um, so yeah, I reckon... Park, so what would be about seven coaches in the end? Six coaches? Yeah, it's been a big year. Massive Third year. of the league. Massive year. Yeah. Um, Ark The Ark mate The Ark is up Did it have to do much On the weekend? I don't remember Notable things No You know what It just seemed like They had really nice seats It looks nice In a rev- It looked like They're in a In a darkened room At JB Right So there's all these TV screens At JB Hi-Fi And it just looks like They've got the really nice Sort of uh, You know the seats That you might get In the Daytona game Okay, okay, yeah, sure, I do. Yeah, okay. Kind of those racing seats that you get in Mm -hmm. your car. Um, I think you are underestimating the amazing technology they have in there, Adam. Now, can you please explain what the ARC stands for, but people don't understand? What does it stand for? The Review Centre? AFL Review Centre, AFL Review Centre, yeah, okay. So they had to give it a name, and everyone was calling it the bunker, and AFL's gone, oh, we're not going with bunker, mate. The bunker's cool, though. Yeah. And also remember, so there's goal review that Mm -hmm. they do. Yep. There's a lot going on in here, okay? Umpire training, if I remember correctly. Umpire training? There's umpire kind of practice or something. Really? Yeah, or maybe they're teaching people stuff. Okay. This is in the article a few weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. Christo is there looking for any incidents. Of course he is. Camera solely on Gary Ablett because a massive sniper. Yeah, absolutely. Behind the goals vision, constantly pumped into the room. And then doctors that are also there 
Is that right? Looking for concussions. Looking for concussion signs. Is that right? Yeah. And there's another guy. Mm. They've just got a little camera on, side button, screwed him. Oh, just in case it pops out? Yeah. They just get down to the Collingwood Doctors, mate. It's come loose. Pop it back out. It's, yeah, it's popped out the side. It's not looking good. <laughs> I have an additional thing, okay? What do you got? Okay, they've upgraded cameras, okay? They have the addition of extra. Oh, no, they've got super slow motion. So they're not using broadcast cameras? Is that what we're getting at here? Is well, that mean there's double the amount of cameras at a football game now? I think they'd have the feed into the Channel 7 coverage. You would have thought so. But then they're also set up these these ones, mm. which you would only really need to come into play when there is a goal review. Yep. There will be a minimum of three super slow motion cameras at the ground. How slow? At the ground. Super slow. Okay. Yeah, that's but fucking buckle up. Yeah, because there's going to be a minimum of one, <laughs> one, yep, one, yep. So they're going all out. Yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> Should we get two? I wouldn't. <laughs> Extra super slow motion camera. Hang on, hang on, hang yeah, on. Yeah, I know, I know. It's a lot to take in. <laughs> it's three super slow mos. A minimum of three. Minimum of three. Yeah. And minimum yep. of one. One. Extra super slow motion. Okay. Extra super slow. Yeah, sure. Now, obviously, mm-hmm. minimum of one. Yeah. You'd fucking have that at one end. Yep. And not at the other end. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Which is a logical choice to make. Yeah, I no, think. why wouldn't you? Or, yeah, you could just switch it each end. No, you could just keep it at one end. So, like fans, like, uh, you know, when they'd follow like Tony Lockett to one end. Yeah, exactly. Other, yeah, yeah, gotcha. Switch it down. You go, oh, you go uh, I don't think Essendon are going to kick a lot more goals. Put it up the West Coast end. <laughs> I just got a vibe. They've gone for one extra super slow. One extra super slow. So they got three minimum of three super slow, and then one can't extra you, so, slow. So when you replay on the super slow mo camera, yeah, why can't you make that extra slow? Clearly, you can't. We don't have the technology. Oh, I'm, 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 yeah, I'm not fucking Elon Musk. Yeah, right? you know, need to call him. <laughs> so they go. Well, we need an extra super slow. Uh, Elon, we got a goal review on the third term. Can you, <laughs> no. can you whip something up for us? No, man, we can't. We can go extra super slow. How many have you got? One. <laughs> Because the technology is... It must be so expensive to set this up for the AFL. So they have uh, 10 people will be there. That's a lot. At a time. Okay. I hope it's airy. I hope they get aircon or something. Oh, I'm going to say that. 10 people. Mm. That's a fucking lot. Like... Yeah, 10 people. Two supervisors working across three different pods throughout the final series. Jeez, they've really, they've really um, created some lingo for this, haven't they? The score review pod mm. will feature two members. The Hawkeye operator and the official score reviewer. So is there Hawkeye now? Hawkeye. So Hawkeye, which is Hawkeye? Like Hawkeye's ball tracking kind of thing, you know, to recreate the ball. Yeah, or is Hawkeye, or they may be referring to the Snicko guy on the goalpost. Yeah, but Snicko is the edge, mate. Oh, the edge. Yeah, okay. So Fuck, Hawkeye operator but I, and I the official the, score reviewer. So I he, watched the games yesterday and there was a score review and mm-hmm. I never saw ball tracking. No. I mean, we can't, we can't give that technology to the Russians. But they just said there's a Hawkeye guy there. It's a Hawkeye guy there. Medical pod. A lot of pods. Fucking no. A lot of pods. Three people, including an operator and match review official, uh, Chris O. So he's there. Okay. Because he wants to speed up the match review process. Because Monday, Monday morning is not, just not good. It's not the right time. So no. do you reckon he instantly, after Nick Nat threw Zach Merritt into the fence, he just went $1,000. Clip that up. Yep. Yep. Chuck it in. Let him know by let him know a quarter time. They used Hawkeye. Time. They used Hawkeye to track the bomber player into the fence. <laughs> well, they used, they should have used it for the guy that threw the beer over them. That was pretty awesome. Ah, uh, yeah, that's I didn't see that, but that uh, I see yeah, that was uh, fun. He's in a bit of trouble. Uh, then they've got yeah. Here we go. Final pod. Fuck, a lot of pods. Up. Jesus Christ. I'm Operator and two members of the umpiring department who will be charged with coding, like uh, Andy Lee talked about last week. All right. Coding, tagging, and reviewing decisions. 
That, okay, you got they got to do three things, man. They got to code, mm. they got to tag, and review decisions for future training. So they got to tag it. So they got to go um, raise array that was not holding the ball. Yep. Which we'll show you that on Monday. Yeah, raise array holding the ball. So they got to type that in. Yeah, they have to label it themselves. Fuck. Yeah, no one does it for them. That should be in another pod. That yeah. should be in the tagging pod. I feel like that should be in the tagging. Yeah, that. Oh, these people are these people are understaffed. <laughs> Anyway, we look forward to all falling to shit uh, in the last quarter of the grand final. Yeah, yeah. But they do have backup. They say they've got backup at the ground as well. Mate, what are those people doing now then? Well, they're definitely not coding and tagging. <laughs> no, exactly. They're just sitting there with their feet up going, mate, if the art goes down, we're fucked. Apart <laughs> yeah. from that, just chuck, enjoy the game. Get another beer. A few beers, mate. Yeah, exactly. A <laughs> uh, uh, couple of footballers in real life, Adam? Hit me. Oh, actually, I want to give a shout out to a friend of the show, Jack Higgins, too. He's Mate, hasn't he gone through a fucking rough patch? Gone in for another operation on the old noodle. Yeah, so and, he's uh, going to be... miss a lot of 2020. Yeah, so um, we wish you well, Jack. Yeah, you've been uh, you're a fantastic guest for you, and we'll miss you out on the field, and hope you're back soon, buddy. Now, because we didn't do this last week, we've got quite a handful of uh, footballers in real life, so I'll try and get through these, or not try. I will. Uh, I'll just imagine I'm in the pod. I'm in the football in real life pod. Okay, from Mitchell. Uh, I saw Swan's great Jude Bolton. Crossing the street at Martin Place near Channel 7 on a weekday afternoon recently. He was carrying what appeared to be a shoebox. Good mm. in the shoebox. He's very good Shit, in the shoebox. Yeah. Uh, like a footy and split the foot traffic with a silky sidestep as though he was about to rack up another clearance on the SCG. Still got it. I wonder if he's wearing a helmet. I he f- feel like uh, he would have um, cut his head, so he would have had it wrapped up. Oh, okay. Uh, I feel like he's on a show coming up that the like Dirty Dancing or something. Is Jude on that one? I think he might be. Yeah, yeah. still Dirty Dancing or something. I think called. so. Yeah, I've seen a lot of promos for it. I feel like he did Dancing with the Stars, Jude Bolton. Okay. Yeah, I told a few years ago, like a mate of mine playing like AFL sevens or whatever. No. And they were short, and um, there was just a kind of bunch of people kind of hanging around. Like I think I might have just played a game. Yeah. And uh, they were like, "Anyone want to have another go?" And the guy was like, yeah, sure. It's Jude Bolton. <laughs> that was his ring-in. Jesus. <laughs> it was like that Simpsons episode where they like, ring in baseball. Uh, from Bradley. Several years ago, I won an eBay auction for a second-hand TV. At this stage of life, I was not doing very well. <laughs> we went to pick it up. A teenage girl answers the door, says her brother was selling the TV, but she'll get her dad to help me carry it out. Mm. The dad comes up to the stairs. It's none other than Port Adelaide chairman David Kosh. Koshy. He just got home from his weekly basketball game. We're still in a tank top and baggy shorts. I reckon that's how Koshy gets about. Yeah, I would say so. I didn't, I didn't realise that Koshy was a b-baller. I mean, he's quite tall. You're very tall, yeah. So. Uh, he carried the TV out together. I wish I could have say we discussed the future of the AFL in China, but he didn't have the courage to even acknowledge that I recognised him. So I just said thanks. Good work, Koshi. Do you reckon the son said, "Dad, I need some money." He goes, mate. Goes, I'll give you. I'm not giving you financial. I'll give you financial advice. I won't give you money. But that oh, heap, plays that, it tough. Yeah, that heap of shit TV you got in your room. Get rid of it. Sell that, mate. Yep. Get rid of it. Uh, from Callum. Uh, I was getting a coffee from East Melbourne 7-Eleven. Free coffee. Free coffee. <laughs> you know what? I was driving down uh, through the city and saw, I didn't realise it until I'd read this football in real life, that um, 7-Eleven are getting free coffee. The fucking joint was packed. Packed. People psst, wanting psst. to get a coffee from 7-Eleven. Is it a, a, like an offer for a little bit or is it like a thing? I, I'm not sure. I was just driving past, but um, people are fucking tight. Uh, I was getting free coffee from an East Melbourne 7-Eleven because I'm doing very well for myself. Mm. At about 7.30am the morning, Daisy Thomas retired. Oh, there you go. Sure enough, I saw the great man in there. 
Seven uh, Eleven fella seemed to know him well. Daisy must love a free coffee as well, as he is also doing very well for himself. He was good on the commentary, Daisy. Oh, I, I couldn't hear him yesterday, uh, good, but he was yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. I think he's got. I think he's got a massive future in the media. The only thing Daisy bought though was a box of tissues. Here we go. WTF. Would love some clarity from him around this one. Okay. Oh, we should have put that to him last probably, week. Yeah, probably a bit confronting to do that in front of 100 <laughs> people. But it is weird when you go in and buy one thing. Yeah. I had to go and buy on toilet paper, like just that. And you go, we all know what we're doing here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> and when you buy the big box, the you know, the 30 pack. From Georgie. A few months ago, my housemate and I were having lunch at a cafe near our house. Mm. We live in West Whitscrow, so it's not uncommon to see doggies players at any of the eateries in the area. On this particular occasion, as we were waiting for our smashed avo, I may not be able to buy a house, but I'm still doing very well. Mm. We spotted Tony Liberatore having lunch with another gentleman. We were laughing about what a... <laughs> Say it. <laughs> we were laughing about what a cook cunt, cooked cunt his son is and how funny it would be to see him out and about when who should walk in but none other than Tom Liberatore himself. Dressed in socks and slides. What are slides? Slides are like those slippers. <laughs> and a weird tracksuit get-up. Okay, that, that sums up Tom Liberatore <laughs> to a T. <tea. laughs> He recognised my housemate and came over to say hello, but when he saw that we were both grinning, stopped short and asked, what are you laughing at? My socks and slides? In a rather defensive tone. What are you laughing at? My dash is now a running joke between my housemate and I. That's funny. That's, That's great. Funny. Uh, that, that is exactly how I would imagine Tom Libertori gets around in life. That sums him absolutely, up. Absolutely. Yeah. And I reckon, it, you know what, I reckon it's a silky tracksuit as well. Yeah, for sure. Uh, he wouldn't strike me as uh, being on, you know, wearing the dressing gown down to the uh, 7-Eleven, you know? Oh, are you saying he would do that? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Uh, from Stephen, Dad's been driving Uber for a while now. It's often picking up interesting people. He sure couldn't shut up, but it was a real laugh, he tells us. Cross paths with a few players. Oddly, Sean Smith used to sell old DVD cases. I suppose you have to. Old DVD cases? I don't know why they have to be old, but yeah, I mean, uh, it wouldn't be a huge market now, but... I wouldn't have thought so. DVDs need cases. Yeah. Um, then Paul the Curia. He used to hang out at his movie land, my dad rang. Oh, yeah, cool. Um, oh, there you go. That's how we know he's sold Sean Smith. old DVD yeah, cases. Yeah, coming in, mate. Hey. There you go. A couple of these uh, fell back of a truck, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, what do you got there? Sure, shaking ribs. <laughs> Seen it. Love it. <laughs> One afternoon, a couple of years back, he tells me he got two ladies dressed up to the nines. Younger lady jumps in the front, older lady in the back seat. Good. Dad asks, what are we going to? And the lady in the front says, Essendon B&F. Dad goes on to ask how she's to connect it. She says, BJ is her partner. Oh, there you go. Could now be lady wife, maybe. Oh, yes. Yes, possibly. On learning this, Dad, a long and proud Melbourne member. Proud? Um, <laughs> tells me it kind of sent him into a ramble rant. Uh, this is just after the drug scandal, but that didn't matter. Oh, that's what you want as a Uber driver kicking off. Uh, Who uh, doesn't love that? After you've been told that you're the partner of yeah, the player. Yeah. <laughs> Why the hell did BJ, despite all the bullshit that Essendon have gone through, pick a club that would employ the biggest do-nothing hack coach, failure of a leader, and pick up Mark Neal? I can't remember exactly what he told me he said, but basically sunk the boots in. <laughs> it was a serious question. He really fucked it, so I tend to think it's a fair question. Yep. There was a bit of a pause and BJ's partner said, that's Mark's mum in the back. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> what are the fucking odds? <laughs> that's awesome. Dad tells us the trip went pretty quiet <laughs> and suspected he didn't get five stars for that one. But you know what? I reckon she went quiet because she's like, yeah, it's all true. He's a fuckhead. 
Yeah, he's a bit twitchy. Yeah. Uh, from Rowan. You reckon she got twitchy in the back? <laughs> he just looked up, sees the eyes, looking at him, he's fucking twitchy, goes, oh, God. So from Rowan, he wanted to come to our live show, bought tickets, mm-hmm. but couldn't come because his kids had um, some basketball, I think. Maybe yeah. soccer. That's fucking kids, mate. Ruining everything for life. Anyway, who was there? Chief of the AFL, Gil McLaughlin. Okay. So they're watching his daughter play in the other team and having to kick around. Needless to say, the umpiring favoured the toffs from Paran and they ran out winners. That's bullshit. Bloody umpires. They need yeah. an arc. From Matthew. I was with my mate at Glenferry Woolies in between classes at uni when I see this seven foot tall glory big Mason Cox walking past me. And he's actually that tall in real life. I <laughs> <laughs> think he was not going to be. <laughs> he's one of those dudes when you meet him, you kind of feel like you need to t- talk louder. Yeah, so can right. actually hear you. Uh, can I give you a special one? You, you've met Mason Cox, haven't you? Yeah. Nice guy? A couple of times. Yeah, yeah, really nice guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, not very personable and um, I think he's kind of just enjoying the ride, I reckon. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. It's all new to him and he's, I, I reckon uh, he's been great at picking out the nuances of our game. Yeah, Michael. yeah. He's a bit cheeky, isn't he? Yeah. Can I read another one just from what we've got one we've got today? Please. Uh, got a podcaster in life for you. I was at Yaya's, a popular hipster club oh, on Smith God. Street at 2am on <laughs> Saturday night up. and I spotted none other than Adam Rosenmarks. <laughs> he was down in a Carlton Draft can while his free arm was raised with the index finger up. The YMCA song was blaring. It looked like Rosie was doing a minimalist version of the dance moves that go with it. Didn't think too much of it till I realised the live show was on the next day. <laughs> Slightly concerned about the preparation expected. More podcast type drills. Adam Rosenmarks, you've got a lot to explain right there. Yep. Yayas? Dirty fucking yayas. That's the worst bit. Yeah, dirty yayas. Very dirty. Uh, and then 2am, see so what, got home three? Four? At least that, yeah. I, I, the end of it is very hazy, Michael. And then you fronted up for the podcast. And how good was I at the podcast? Yeah. I was fucking electric. You need a rocket head to give you a spray going yeah. out the night before. <laughs> Mate, we had Daisy on. I had to get in Daisy's head. What would Daisy do? <laughs> are we going to hit the road? We are JunkTimeAfferPod at Gmail on Twitter and Facebook and the gram. Don't forget we've got the live show Sunday, 29th September, 4pm at the European Beer Cafe. Tickets available at Try Booking. Go Hooks. Go Blues. Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.